Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Gloriole Studios in Chicago and elsewhere, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no check for two thousand dollars. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not, not yet, yet buddy. Tom. It's not, not yet, Tom. Fucking the Grinch hasn't completely sold Christmas yet. <laughs> I don't. How does that work exactly? Like, does McConnell like emerge from his neck hood, and if he sees his shadow, we if have to wait six more weeks like or something? Anybody looks like a non-green, non-hairy <laughs> Grinch, though. <laughs> You've seen the bottom of the Grinch's jaw yes. is really bulbous. Yeah, you're, he is so Grinchy. Oh, maybe he he's a shaved Grinchy. Grinch. Is he, is he just <laughs> a, a shaved Grinch? He's a shorn Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of those hairless cats. He's like a, like, he's like a, he's like a Brazilian Grinch. <laughs> That's why he's so, so mad. He got waxed recently, uh, just all the time. He's just furious. Just, just his his fucking stylist has got his foot on his chest, just pulling the fucking hair <laughs> off his face with those strips. Oh god, god what a crazy yeah, looking fucking man! They got the six hundred though. So guys, six hundred dollars is gonna save. It's gonna save. I said last week, and someone had asked. Um, well, you said $600 can't save anybody. What about modest needs? And that's different than being unemployed for six straight months and being behind on your rent and then getting a $600 check. It's literally not going to save you. Right, yeah. It's not going to be the thing that saves you. It's, it, it's a tiny amount of money. It's just a tiny... I mean, in it, comparison to being able to pay your bills, it's pathetic. And the $2,000 thing yep. isn't great, but it's something that we can do and we should have done and we didn't. Yeah, well... Remember when George W. gave everybody $300? $300. Do you remember that? $300. Yeah. He gave everybody yeah. $300. He gave, But he gave everybody $300, which is half of $600. But that was also 20 years ago when $300 was more than it is now. Yeah. So and he, he did, really there gave wasn't everybody. Also a global pandemic either at that point. That's what so, I mean. You know, he yeah. gave everybody $300 just because a recession was looming. Yeah. The tech bubble had burst, the recession yeah. was looming. And so it was like, shit, let's stimulate the economy just because stimulating the economy is a good idea. Now, whether giving everybody $300 is the right way to do it or not, no. it just wasn't. But still, yeah, it wasn't. like he gave everybody $300. That's about $460 in today's money. Yeah. And we fucking dicked around in the middle of a pandemic for six or seven months, arm wrestling each other's <laughs> dicks to see if we could give out $600. And then- well, what the fuck? What the fuck? The $600 doesn't matter. The thing we need to do is extend unemployment benefits. We need yeah. to extend and expand unemployment benefits. That would have a way bigger impact 
than giving everybody $600. Because all the people that don't need $600, they're going to save it. Yeah, They're going to save that money. They're not going to go out and spend it. There's a New York yeah. Times article about this very topic today that the majority of people anticipating their $600 because most people aren't unemployed. Yeah. Most people that are going to get this money intend to save it, which means it won't go back in the economy so it won't act as a stimulus. It's they should give the money anything. to the people who have to spend it immediately because it creates economic churn. We're yep. so dumb, Cecil. <laughs> it's unreal, man. Yep. It's a level of unreal that is just... And it's been like this for a while. And even, even with Trump pushing for it, even with the House immediately passing it, even with it going back to the Senate as quickly as possible, Mitch McConnell, again, throttles it down. Yep. And then they, uh, I saw something late today that basically said, Mitch basically said, I'm not, we're, it's probably not going to get through like this. No. They wanted to attach other shit to it. And he wants, one of the things that the that Trump wanted to attach to it was that uh, that section 230 yeah. or whatever it is, right. uh, the, the internet bill, which basically makes internet providers or not internet providers, internet, internet content, uh, any anybody that hosts internet content responsible for that content, which would be a horrible thing for Trump himself. It's a very stupid thing for him to do because if that's the case, then if he goes out and lies on those places, they're responsible for s disseminating lies. Yep. They would immediately take him off the... He would immediately be, be kicked off. I mean, how unbelievably cruel is it that he says everybody should get $2,000 because you know, you're drowning in pandemic and economy and so on. But I, in order to give you that, you have to attach it to my pet anger project yep. based my on my bill. desire to punish Twitter. That's, yep. where, that's where his opposition to Section 230 it's, comes from. Yep. He's mad yep. at Twitter because he wants to use Twitter as an unfiltered, unfettered bullhorn for his bullshit. Twitter has, in kind of to be, I think, kind of lame, half-measured ways, pushed back on allowing him to proliferate his fucking garbage. That upsets him. And so now before he'll give you $2,000, you have to hate the people he hates. Yep. You have to yep. be mad at Twitter too. You have to let me punish them. Right. You have to let me punish that group and you have to let me do it legally. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then then I don't really care if you die. I don't care if you have, you know, bills and you get thrown out of your house. I mean- it, people people don't understand what it's like to be desperately unemployed. A lot of people don't. Right? There's people. a lot of people who've never, who've never maybe never had that uh, that experience, right? And so they don't, and especially if you're a fucking sender, yep. chances are you don't know what that feels like. You don't know what it feels like when you when the guy comes to <laughs> knock on your door with the papers to tell you that, hey, it's I'm sorry, but it's time for you to get out of this place that you've been living and you have... A, a certain amount of time before I am going to remove you from this prom premises. So you better get your stuff loaded up. Uh, I've been a, I've been escorted from a property from a sheriff when I was a kid. Yeah. They foreclosed on my house. They foreclosed on my parents' house when I was. It was during the Reagan era, during that prosperous time, the Reagan era, and uh, and there was a huge recession. My dad lost his job. My we lost our house. We were on. My dad was unemployed for, for gosh, it was almost three years. It was just an unreal, and then, you know, how long it takes you to lose your house because, it, you know, they 
they don't immediately evict you and they don't immediately foreclose on you. And then they eventually foreclose and evict us. And we lost everything. And then ideally, that is such a desperate place to be in. And that's not just a onesie twosie thing or even, you know, a normal thing in the United States, which does happen quite a bit. It's going to be happening so much more yep. in the near future. So much more because the pandemic has been crushing to certain sectors. I remember in the neighborhood where I had my first house, when the housing market crashed in 2008, I would take my dog for walks. And I started taking my dog for walks and finding homes where the front of the home had all the shit in the front yard. Because the sheriff had, you know, they'd yep. come and then people just, all the shit, all your shit's just in the front fucking yard. And, and you'd start, it was just happening. I'm walking my fucking dog in just my neighborhood. And there's just house after house after house. It, it was a... It was an American tragedy yeah. when that happened. And it was all through my neighborhood because my, my neighborhood, my first house was, was very much a working class mixed race community. It was a, it was a transitional neighborhood yep. for a lot of people. And yeah. that, that neighborhood got hit hard because those neighborhoods are frequently the ones that get hard, hit hard. And there were so many fucking orange stickers, man. So yep. many orange stickers. And these motherfuckers that are in charge have no idea what that's like. They don't know what it's like to see, to, to be evicted, to have their neighbors evicted, to be on the verge, the teetering on, you know, well, I, I guess I'll pay my gas bill or maybe I won't pay my gas bill and we'll open the oven, you know, to yeah. try to stay. They're not doing that. that Instead, here's yeah. exactly what they're doing. The vice president's on a fucking ski vacation with his family. Yeah. That's what Trump's he's doing. Golfing. Trump's, Trump's fucking golfing, golfing forever. Yeah. Just for yeah. fucking ever. These yeah. guys don't give a shit. They don't understand. They don't give a shit. Trump wants to hold back your whopping two thousand fucking dollars and hold back, you know, the, the the rest of the stimulus plan, which would give, you know, like I said, it would give extended unemployment benefits, which are desperately needed, which would halt mass evictions, which are this is desperately needed relief in the middle of a pandemic, which is at its height. The pandemic has never been worse than it is now. I know we have we have people getting vaccinated, but the vaccine rollout has been horrible. Absolutely yeah. a complete clusterfuck. They're going to miss their targeted goal to have 20 million people vaccinated by 18 million. Yeah. They're 10% they're, they're, they're of their goal. They were going to have 20 million by the end of the year. They're going to have 2 million. They're missing yeah. it. They're missing it not 18%. They're missing it almost entirely. They're missing it yeah. by, by 90%. Yeah. The, the deaths are now exceeding 3,400, 3,600 every day. People yeah. are, it's a 9-11 every fucking day. And these fucking guys would rather go golfing and skiing and they're going to hold back your money. And tweeting. And your help until you dislike and don't, you have to have the fucking same pet peeves they have. Yeah. The fuck yeah. out of here with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mitch is, Mitch is, uh, has already said no, essentially no. And so you're probably, it's probably not going to happen. My, my hope is that this really does turn off the Republicans uh, because there are plenty of Republicans online in places that I've seen uh, that are very upset that they are not pushing this through because this is, here's the thing that they don't get. This is a bipartisan tragedy. Yep. Yes. People, yes. people are going to be dying that are red and people that are going to be dying are going to be blue. It's it's most of the time it's red versus blue. But let me tell you, <laughs> it's not going to be like that anymore. It's going to be 
it's going to be fucking, there's, I mean, there's people who are losing their house that are red. There's yep. people that are losing their house that are blue. There's people that are losing their house that are purple too. You know what I mean? They're, that are yep. middle of the road. You, you could be undecided, people, but they'll decide for you about whether will. you're staying they in will. your home. Yeah. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. They're going to, they're So here's the thing. There is always going to be a, a group of people that are going to be hurt by your decisions if you're the president and you're making very harsh decisions, yep. right? It's, it's just going to happen. But in this case, the majority of the people in the country all think that this is a good idea. The majority think it's a good idea. And if you start taking, and especially, you know, even if it doesn't affect me, let's say it affects my son or my, my cousin or my aunt or my friends, and I see that you're taking that away from them, it might change my mind. Mm -hmm. And people are saying that this may really be the one thing that could feasibly swing the, the Senate to the Democrats because there's still two seats. There's still two yep. seats available. And if you fuck this up, you really fuck this up. Yeah, I, I'm surprised at the way this is playing out, honestly, because the Republican Party up until this point has kowtowed to the whims of Trump. Yeah. And I think that this put them in really a rock and a hard place situation because, you know, this would also look like a capitulation to the Democrats. Sure. So they were they were sort of stuck when when Trump just unexpectedly after the deal was reached for the $600 and he unexpectedly just tweeted out, you know, that's a disgrace it should be too grand. That really created an impossible bind for these guys. Do they yeah. side with Trump? and show their loyalty to Trump, the cult of personality that will be evicted from his own home in the White yeah. House on January the 20th? Or do they hold fast to sort of Republican principles of uh, dickheadedness and, and not spending any money even when people right. desperately need help? Um, right. And they, they were stuck. They're totally stuck. And I am surprised, to be very honest, that they are holding the line on this one of all the things to hold the line on the Republicans have, have gotten down on their fucking knees and yeah. let their fucking Trump mascara run for four years, even after the election and the and Biden won and it's fucking that that's a done deal and it's a lame duck. And they still refuse to stop their sycophantic fawning over Trump. And, th and this is the place where they're digging in. This, the part where you specifically, individually, personally on the ground need help in the middle of an international crisis. This is where they're drawing their fucking principled stance. I, it's, it it's, really is fucking appalling. And I do hope it burns the fuck out of that party. I do I hope too. it I do rots too. them. Uh, is something the matter? <laughs> Oh, please, excuse me. Think nothing of it. Now, may I ask what brought a member of the Green Claw tribe over to our village? Please, marry me. Uh, 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 huh? Impregnate me! All right, the, so we got to talk about the Nashville bombing. And oh, we're going to talk about it because there is some shit going on with the Nashville bombing. Damn, dude. That is just so fucking bonkers. The first thing we're going to talk it's about is just a police failure. But then there are two, then there's just two articles that if you haven't given up, <laughs> if you haven't yeah. totally given up on the world, it might make it there. So this story comes from uh, 6abc.com. It's an affiliate. 
um, out of Pennsylvania. Nashville Christmas bomber's girlfriend warned he was building explosives. Now, if that sounds like anything other than what it is, let me summarize the article. This guy's ex-girlfriend went to the cops last year and was like, I'm this guy's ex-girlfriend. He's building bombs in his RV. And he's talking a lot about building bombs and the military. So the cops showed up, rang his doorbell. He didn't answer. Looked around and saw an RV, but it was behind a fence. Yep. That's some good work, boys. Yep. And they yep. walked away. Yep. You get a fucking no-knock warrant in Kentucky. For realsies, though. You get a fucking no-knock warrant in Kentucky because somebody's fucking selling drugs. Maybe. Yeah. Or somebody yeah. knows somebody that once saw drugs yeah. on the wire. Like, right. you can get a right. fucking no-knock <laughs> warrant at the drop of a fucking hat. But when somebody says... My boyfriend's making bombs in his RV. And you're like, well, he didn't answer the door. What did you want me to do? <laughs> I don't know. Get a fucking, maybe somebody's making bombs they, warrant and go no, into his fucking RV. There's even, it goes even farther than that because they actually contacted him and he did a phone interview with them. <laughs> and then they asked him. So are you, and they said, are you making bombs? Yeah. Oh, they specifically the asked RV? him if they could if they could go visit his RV, and he said no. Uh, you no. see the bombs. You can see the bind I'm in. And you would see all know, the bombs. Last week, Tom. Last week, I fucking watched a black guy get pulled over on a on a, a body cam, and the cop came up to his car and started harassing him and made him get out of his car because the the kid after he had already left the light. And they saw the lights come on in the in the on the car, rolled his window up part way, and then when the cop came, he rolled his window back down. And the co and the cop gave him a bunch of shit because of that and made him get out of his car and eventually Because he rolled the window up, up being, and down? He rolled the window up when he when he saw the cop turn his lights on, uh -huh. and then he rolled his window back down when the cop came to the door. And that was that was enough because it was a sunny day out and he had his window up before, and there was enough for the cop to pull him out of his car. His dad came along. His dad parked his car and started filming it. And then they arrested his dad for no reason. They said he was blocking the roadway when he was standing in the sidewalk. And then they arrested the kid and they threw him on the ground and they, they did all, and they basically just harassed and literally no probable cause whatsoever. You know, any of that stuff. It happens so often where there's no probable cause or they'll ask for an ID and you don't have to give them one and they'll give you so much shit and then they'll arrest you for resisting or whatever. You know, they they overstep their bounds. Constantly. So frequently. Right. And then the time that they, that they, that they, you know, everybody in America would have breathed a sigh of relief because we realized, yeah, we live in a police state, but hey, they prevented this bombing. <laughs> Instead, we just say, we just say, oh, okay, yeah, no, that they they wore kid gloves on this one, and that's okay. That's okay. So the so the guy from Nashville, they're still not one hundred percent sure what one hundred percent sure what motivated them. Well, the sources at uh, there's this piece here. It says the sources at NBC, NBC News said that they may have been motivated at by part in part by paranoia over five G technology, and they also found writings that contain ramblings about assorted conspiracy theories, including the idea of shape-shifting reptilian creatures yep. that appear in human form and attempt world domination. Yep, this is from WKRN.com. Um, fucking lizard people and 5G. Yep. David Icke and the fear of how cell phones work now. A bomb went off, guys. A rather sizable 
bomb went off. A man detonated himself. He's gone. Yep. He yep. fucking is just chunks. He's gone. Yep. Why? Because you fucking weirdos on the internet are talking about fucking lizard people and you're afraid of the G's. You don't even know what the G's are or why nope. an extra G scares you so much. It's fucking bonkers, man. Conspiracy theories have, like, they have bled out into this fucking crazosphere where they're motivating people who cannot separate even remotely fact from fiction. We are, we are in the fucking just most cuckoo place we could possibly be in, and we're feeding it. We, we have a president who is literally feeding conspiracy theories, and if it's not this one, it doesn't matter because all conspiratorial thinking links together. That's why, we listen to the last episode we did, conspiratorial thinking is the problem. Yep. And the proliferation yep. of that kind of thinking and then the social validation of that kind of thinking, that matters, right? It doesn't make any difference what the, it does. if it's Pizzagate, somebody shows up with a fucking rifle and goes into the pizza parlor. If it's 5G and the lizard people, some dude from fucking Nashville blows up his truck. If it's fucking the Chads and the Stacys, some asshole blocks a bridge and murders people. Like, it's all the same shit. It's yeah. just toppings on your fucking pizza. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Comet pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be the right pizza, Tom. And pizza, by the way, means a little kid. It or does. Something. <laughs> <laughs> The lizard people, dude, David Icke. There David nothing, Icke. We read that whole book. Yep. There has never been anything. I've never read anything dumber than that. I've never read anything dumber. It's been, it was the most absurd thing we've ever laid our eyes on. And the idea that people see this and they see these conspiracies and the Q conspiracies um, churn over and over and over again. You knew something like this was going to happen. Yeah. And it's, this is not done happening, people. This is not no. going to stop happening. You know, they churned people into a froth over fucking weird emails where a pizza equal the kid and a hot dog equal the brownie girl scout or something. <laughs> I don't even know. But they had all kinds of weird code words. They tricked people, Tom, yeah. into thinking emails were so encoded that they were going to rape and murder children and basically uh, human traffic little kids murder them for and then have yeah. sex with them or something for demonic purposes under a pizza parlor in the middle of Washington DC yep they did that and they convinced a guy to go there with his gun this was this was not gonna stop this isn't something that we can just throw the brakes on people need to start I, I really do think the, the way out of this is to never give any quarter to any of these stupid ideas. The The thing is, is that we, we, we sort of see some of this stuff and I just see it and I get exhausted. I'll be perfectly honest. If I see somebody post some of this stuff or post some dumb anti-vax thing or some, something that's conspiracy related, I just, I, there's a, there's a loud sigh and I just <laughs> immediately don't even engage. Right. I just don't engage. I might uh, unfriend that person or, you know, hide the comment or whatever. But these are genuinely harmful things because they are reaching the ears of people who are going to act on yeah, them. Yeah, because, the, you know, the, the next step is fairly, in a fairly honest and earnest way, if I really did in my fucking heart of hearts believe 
that these conspiracies were true, I would be ethically compelled to act to stop them. I would. Yeah. It's just that I know that this is nonsense. It's utter and complete nonsense. You can, with just a moment's remove, take a step back and see the way that all of the bullshit links to all of the other bullshit. It's total lack of any evidentiary value. Like, it's not difficult if you have the right mindset, but if you just get sucked into that world, if you put yourself in the in the role of a true believer, you can guarantee that additional violence will happen because what would you do if you really believe, if you believed, if you knew without any shred of, of, of uncertainty, if you knew that your neighbor was murdering somebody right now, you'd run over and stop them. You would yeah. be ethically compelled to do it. That's the level at which some of these people believe this stuff. You got, I agree with you, man. Like, you can't just sort of walk away. We need to create social pressure. We need to create visible social pressure that makes this not okay. We need to remove the sort of online social validation element that exists. Because if everybody says nothing and then everybody retreats into their echo chambers and then it continues to get reinforced, more bombs go off. There's a hundred percent certain. I'm a hundred percent certain they're, that that's not done going off. Right. They're not done going off. And this is, and this is your, just like it is with a shooting. This is all over the news. Yeah. Do you not think that somebody else is going to do this too? Yep. Someone's going to do this. Fucking reptiles, man. Reptiles yeah. in 5G, that fucking bomb went off. But you know, some people, Cecil. Yeah. Some people, I've just got to read this because I can't actually make sense of this. This is from Raw Story. It was a missile strike. Trump fans go nuts claiming Nashville bomb was a Chinese plot to steal the election. I'm just going to go ahead and read that again because maybe you didn't catch all the elements that were involved. Are they on a different calendar? <laughs> I just I know the answer to that is yes, yes. but still, the, the difficulty is, is that you missed it by a lot. Why in Tennessee? Why that was never even like a state in contention. <laughs> it's because they think the Dominion voting machines are controlled down there, Tom. Yeah, just all the monoatomic gold is in Tennessee or some shit. God. So I gotta read some of this. This is fucking amazing shit. The complicated theory began circulating soon after an RV exploded in downtown Nashville. The Trump followers believe that the explosion was actually a missile strike aimed at destroying Dominion voting machines that were allegedly being audited at an AT&T facility. <laughs> Just what? so, fuck. Okay. That feels so, like a Mad Lib. Yeah. That genuinely feels like a it Mad Lib. It does. It feels so like you said, give me the name of a company. Give me the name of a, of, I don't know. Give me the name of a state, a random state. <laughs> it doesn't, it feel just it does. absolutely like a Mad Lib. This whole thing feels like a Mad Lib. Nashville RV bomb, Chinese yeah. plot, missile strike, steal the election. Like it's just, this is, this is conspiratory conspiracies against humanity is what it is. It's, you just got like a fucking uh, series of insane cards and you're like, okay, I'm going to play lizard people, uh, <laughs> dominion voting machine, 5g. <laughs> I just put all your cards. I got fucking rummy. Can you get rummy in this game? I got gin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can't have dude. enough gin to make this make sense. So here's the tweet. Because my name is Lucian, I oh, read God. about St. Lucian of Antioch. He was falsely accused of heresy. 
Kyle Rittenhouse lives in Antioch, Illinois. Kyle was falsely accused of murder. What? Anthony he murdered somebody yeah. like on camera. <laughs> he did it twice. Just <laughs> Anthony Quinn Warner is under investigation for Nashville bombing. He lives in Antioch, Tennessee. Oh. And it's a little deeper than that because, is, you know, Cecil. It's deeper than that. So. Well, because, you know, his name is Warner, uh-huh. and that's just a little bit away from Time Warner, the uh-huh. cable company. <laughs> now, true. Time Warner, Cecil, Time Warner yeah. is competitors for broadband service with AT&T. And so that's Warner, insane. what he knew is that it was about time to take time. out AT&T. Time. Ah, <laughs> yeah. And if and if you count the number of sides, you get a cube. <laughs> and it's time cube. cube Tom. Yes. And time that's why he drove cube. an RV, right? Because an RV is a big cube. <laughs> QED motherfuckers. He goes and on. R <laughs> times the square root of, which is an RV. <laughs> Is okay. I I lost myself. I'm going going to her now. Oh God! God damn. Well, you had to use an RV because an RV is a recreational vehicle. (laughs) Recreational wreck, wreck, wreckage. Okay, (laughs) guys, it all works. You can do this. It doesn't take any effort to do this. It literally takes no effort. I just I just want to roll back to Kyle Rittenhouse being wrongfully (laughs) accused. I just love the idea of him standing there saying, I didn't do it, guys. I didn't do it. That wasn't me. <laughs> you can't prove anything, copper. No, I know I surrendered to the police with my hands up. They didn't actually arrest me because I was white. But I gave uh, it a whirl. Yeah, no. I, gave I it walked hell. right past them. And they ran over and hit somebody with their <laughs> billy club. That's Jesus nice work, Christ. boys. Oh, good. <laughs> Fuck them, boys. Oh, Jesus, man. So this guy this goes out so- in his tweets because it's amazing. There's still more. There's still more. Was an AT&T data center in Nashville destroyed by the bomb yesterday? Were AT&T cell or Wi-Fi signals which access the internet used in connection with Dominion voting machines? Just asking for a friend. Yes, it is unlawful for voting machines to be connected to the internet. And I was just like, okay. PPS, I'm the friend. Yeah. Are are you suggesting that somebody set off a bomb to turn off the internet? Do you think the internet was in that building? Just the the whole internet? What if you watch the IT crowd too much? The internet's just in a box? You know what's in that building, though, is a bunch of servers, and those servers get warm, and the lizard people lay on them like (laughs) hot rocks. (laughs) Well, that's why the servers are in Nashville. They're They're warm, they're hot, Nashville hot chicken. It's a whole thing. They're sunning themselves. They're just laying on top of the servers, all spread eagle, all these lizard people. Oh, Uh, Hey, Buddy, can you turn me over? <laughs> so then it goes it goes deeper. So they start like fucking conspiratorially twittering about this. So some idiot says, this might be a strange coincidence, but the AT&T building in Nashville that was blown up today was owned by Cerebus Capital. Owners of Dominion Voting Systems, the company many people are accused of voter fraud, are former executives from Cerebus. And I was like, well, it's even deeper than that. 
because Cerebus is the dog, the three-headed dog that guards the gates to hell, and I'll be goddamned if it isn't like satanic conspiracy that Biden won. <laughs> exactly, it's, right? It's yeah. really, it's Cerebus because that's yeah. Satan's pet who's coming up with Biden to bring dominion, you see the dominion, to on over the earth. It's all, I mean, the, it's all there. I got you. It's I all got there, you. Yeah, Tom, question about Cerebus, though. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'm, and I mean this honestly, yeah. Tom. Yeah. When you go to the to the pet store and you get your dog a Kong, do you have to get three Kongs? Oh, I think you'd have to. There's so you much have to peanut get three butter. different Kongs, right? <laughs> I mean, so much peanut get, butter. Who could have to go to Costco? A dog? You have to go to Costco and get those giant like tubs of Skippy that they have, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you have to go and get you have to get a, a like a year's supply of Kongs from the store. <laughs> You know what would be terrible about being Cerebus? You got three heads, three yeah. mouths, three appetites, one asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is just constantly zooming forward. Man. Zoom. Man. Oh, it's so funny. The fuck God, is this wrong is the dumbest, with us? Tom, this is the dumbest shit. And then the idea that somehow China was involved. There's other, there's so many tweets in this thread. <laughs> they're all reading, And they're all so insane just insane and and it and you're right it's this feedback loop where everyone is commenting and everybody's and man these things are retweeted now don't get me wrong retweets not an endorsement right, right? so some of these that get retweeted i think that one that you mentioned earlier the Kyle Rittenhouse one that, that you mentioned earlier was something like 7800 times earlier today i don't know what it's at now but it was at like 7800 times earlier than today now, that doesn't necessarily mean that 7,800 people agree with it, right? No, but it's but moving around. Mean, but it's moving around. Yep. And it's it's getting it's getting seen by a bunch of eyeballs. Yep. And, you know, maybe somebody's going to make fun of it, but there's going to be people out there who say, oh my gosh, I totally, oh, they're going to do that thing with that guy who puts <laughs> his hands to his forehead and goes, because this blows him yep. away. This is it. This is to the, to the, to the ultra simple minded. Oh my gosh, you, you've connected all the dots. You're that guy and it's always sunny in Philadelphia with all the pins in the board and the <laughs> yeah. string <laughs> yeah, everywhere. You're that guy. Over. You're yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have a responsibility now, I think, to create social pushback against this stuff. We, we cannot, you can't, you, you, you have to sort of invade these spaces. I think we have to do that. I, I don't yeah. know what the other solution is because the other solution is that um, content or platform companies are going to have to take have a role in stopping some of this nonsense, and I don't right. see that happening. Right. So I think a, a better thing to do is is to just get in there and not try to prove these people wrong, but to socially invalidate them. Yeah. Right. You yeah. wouldn't tolerate this nonsense at your dinner party. Don't tolerate it in your online social circles. Like they need to be like, call it out. Be like, that is a stupid, that is a stupid thing to think. That's stupid. I, Don't I, try to fight with it. Fighting validates. I know that there's, there's gotta be solutions out there. And I really genuinely want to know what those solutions are. And I really want to make sure that, you know, just like when, when they started to see that people were starting to be fooled by things on the internet, there started to be more internet literacy types of things added to curriculums. Yeah. Being able to pick out an ad versus a story and things like that. I hope that there should be some sort of national push for comprehensive critical thinking skills to be added in 
you know, all across all different types of, uh, of education all across the country because yeah. we need it so desperately if, if we're going to try to weed something like this out because it's constant. And it's not going to stop. It's no. going to keep getting no. worse. And these and these people will pinball off each other until one of them flies off and builds a bigger bomb yep. and doesn't broadcast, please get away from this vehicle and play my town or my girl or whatever the guy played <laughs> downtown or whatever. The guy played downtown or something. Yeah. And then it exploded. The fact is, is, is that they're girl. not going to do that. They're not going to, they're not going to put right. anything out there. They're going to, they're going to pull up in a car. They're going to make sure it's there and they're going to, you know, beep, beep, walk away. And 10 minutes later, they're going to explode a car in the middle of downtown Chicago or downtown LA or yeah. downtown New York. And it's not to say that Nashville isn't, a, but they did. He chose a day that probably weren't going to be a lot of people down there anyway. And he chose a district where there wasn't a lot of people. And so he specifically didn't, it didn't seem like he wanted to hurt people, but there's going to be people out there that are going to change their mind about this stuff very soon. And there's going to be a us versus them. And there's going to be some serious, I, yep. I don't think this is the end of this. This is going to no. keep going. No, I don't think it's the end of it either. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, think about other bombings and what motivates them, what motivates people are, hardline ideologies. You don't, it doesn't, it could be a hardline uh, Islamic ideology. It can be a hardline Christian ideology. Now yeah. there is a new hardline conspiratorial there ideology. Is. There is. And it is, it is as terrifying and problematic and bleeding over. And we, we, we have a responsibility to figure out how to fix this. And the worst part is, is that Trump didn't even call the mayor yet. Dude, it's been a Trump. It's been a, a four days or something at this point. More than that, it's what been almost a week. Almost a week. I, almost has he week. even tweeted about it? He hasn't even talked about it. Well, I think here's what I would say to the mayor of Nashville, though. Do you have any golf courses? Because if you have, a, <laughs> you have a golf course, you could talk to him about. Maybe he'll have a conversation with you. But other than that, I don't know that he's going to want to show up and hang out. I don't know. That's, no, gonna happen. that's it. That's, gonna, That's it. Gonna without, without golfing, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Mm. How's it going? You know, it's a new year. That's a new you. That's a new story. We want you to reach that glory. Two, zero, two, one. That's a foursome of fun. You know what to do. AdamandEve.com. You can reach that glory at checkout. Gonna get 50% off almost any one item. And free shipping. Ooh. Don't be slipping. Unless you're slipping on something nice. Check out that price. Enter glory at checkout. Six hundred.
go out and meet on the street, show feet, you better stick it and leave, or say, I made cookies, from the real though, use that code glory, you should though. Honorable Master Chairman? No, no. I cannot in good conscience give my approval yet. After all, your claims to be ass men could have been disingenuous scheming. Who knows? Why did you choose butts? Well, a true ass man would already know the answer to this riddle. Breasts are great fun. So why did you pick asses? Speak. Could answering this one question determine the course of the rest of our lives? All right, so uh, it's been it, it, it's been pardon time. Every uh, president on their way sure. out the door, um, and this is not abnormal, on the way out the door, uh, when the political ramifications are lessened, um, you can sometimes see sort of sort of the, the true moral stripes and the true moral character of the person who is the president, right? Because as they're walking out the door and there's nothing left for them to lose personally in terms of their political career, right. they begin the pardoning process. Every president does it, uh, except Nixon, who didn't have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to ask well, somebody else to do that. There, yeah. To be, yeah. To, he had to, to get a stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I guess uh, Kennedy didn't get time. There were some others that sort of ran a little short Kennedy on the did clock. not get time. You're right. Absolutely, yeah. no. Yeah. But Lincoln it's generally missed a... his opportunity. <laughs> He didn't have a shot at it. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is not, it, it is generally part of, part of the closing days of, of any president. So um, it's interesting that Trump is beginning his pardoning process because really it's two things. The first is it is a signal that he knows he's on his way out despite all protestations of his own sure. to the opposite. Yeah, right. Right. All of his bullshit protestations and proclamations about how they're still going to win are absolutely betrayed by this pardoning process, um, which has been voluminous and exactly as one would expect to reveal the moral character. And it and and so who is Trump? Who is Trump pardoning? What character? What ethical moral character is he? Is he revealing? Well, this story from Salon, <laughs> attorney for Blackwater murder victim. Trump's pardons are a slap in the face to the U.S. and to justice. Also, the U.N. has come out uh, recently and these condemned are, these pardons. These pardons that he has done Horrific. are so horrible. I want to read just part of this article, Tom, because yeah. it's yep. just one. It's uh, gut-wrenchingly awful. You read it, and it's yep. horrible. So I want to, you know, trigger warning, triggers. Um, are going to be pulled <laughs> in this. A lot yeah, of there had been trigger discipline, this might not yeah, have happened. Yeah. On September 6, 16, 2007, in response to reports of a nearby car bomb, a Blackwater security detail blocked the traffic in Baghdad's square, the name of a square, to create a safe exit uh, for diplomatic officials leaving a nearby meeting. However, the guards soon began firing their machine guns indiscriminately into stopped cars, even deploying grenades, reportedly out of fear that one had matched the description of a suspicious vehicle in the area. 
The massacre left at least 17 Iraqis dead, all of them unarmed, including a nine-year-old child whose brain fell out onto the ground at her father's feet, at his father's feet. The, uh, the official number is uncertain. However, because of the difficulties and the chaotic scene presented for investigators, some bodies could not be recovered. Some evidence may have been moved or removed. The shell casings cannot be de definitively linked to the incident because as an FBI, later, FBI official later told the New York Times, the city is littered with brass. So they essentially murdered a bunch of people in the square for no reason. None. And there's just this back and forth and back and forth to try to get them tried and convicted of this stuff. They eventually get tried and convicted and they started calling them the Biden Four, which is yep. why he pardoned them. It is. Yep. Exactly. This was a victory for Biden to work his ass off to get justice. To get justice against this war crime. This is a yeah. fucking war crime. It was a goddamn civilian massacre. And, and, and Trump has shown that he will, there is nothing he will not disassemble that his enemies have produced, right? It doesn't matter what Obama had, Obama, he, he decided Obama was his enemy. And the whole goal of his presidency was to disassemble anything that Obama had done. Good idea, bad idea, sideways idea. Didn't matter. Break it. Don't, don't ever get, I mean, it's, it is a political scorched earth policy against whom he perceives as his enemies. This is it. Like we, he is, he is letting war criminals, pardoning war criminals, murderers, multiple murderers, a dozen and a half people, at least child murderers pardoned, pardoned. Yep. Pardon, because it's the Biden four. Yep. Yeah. No, that's it. It's a hundred percent the reason. It's a hundred percent the reason yep. why. The yep. reason why this happened is because he is so dead set in his ways and so upset and so petulant and so childish that he has to stomp his foot and he wants to he wants to break something you love. No matter yep. what, he just yep. wants to hurt it. Yep. And 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 this is an opportunity for him to say. I will erase anything that you've ever done. I will do what I can for the rest of my life to yeah. erase whatever you've done. Yeah. And this is one opportunity for him to do that. And he did it. He's like a vindictive ex. He's the worst. Like he's, 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 like, right. he's like, an, like, just like throwing your clothes out on the yep. lawn or throwing something. Throwing bleach on your clothes. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things. That's what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Just evil. It's childish. Just, yep. it's, it's, it's not something any adult would ever do, but he's not an adult and he's never been an adult. <laughs> It's milk. What? Uh, stay away! Uh, no! So here's another one from the LA Times. Now, this is a very long article from the LA Times. It's a good article, though. Uh, Column, he was convicted in a historic healthcare fraud. Trump is letting him walk free. Now, this isn't a pardon. This is a commutation. But this commutation is he's out of fucking jail. This is a guy, uh, prosecutors gave him 30 years. This is a dude who basically had a whole scheme um, and multiple schemes, and it was many hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer fraud. Medicare fraud is taxpayer fraud. That's stealing money from our pockets. 200 and some, mil no, $1.3 billion of fraudulent Medicare uh, and Medicaid claims. 
Um, and basically part of it, it's a little, it's fairly complicated, but, but it's not terribly complicated. Part of what he would do is he'd have a bunch of people show up, not provide care, and then yeah. bill a huge amount of care. Yep. The guy got excessively wealthy, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of wealth. It's fucking evil. That's stealing $1 billion worth of taxpayer money in healthcare fraud. Yep. You know, people on the Republican side fucking scream and scream and scream and scream about welfare fraud, Cecil. Yep. They yep. never fucking stop screaming about Medicare fraud and welfare fraud. Here's one motherfucker. One fucking rich motherfucker who stole 1.3 billion with a B dollars. Yeah, with a B. With a B, guys. He should rot in jail forever. He should die in jail. That's that's the sentence. Die in jail. You're 50 some years old. Here's 30 years. You die in jail. That's that's the fucking justice that was served. And the president's like, eh, come on out and play. The, he only stole a billion dollars of taxpayer money. The hypocrisy is so unreal yep. when it comes to that stuff because look at how they'll talk about welfare queens. That's yep. a, that's a that's a that's a statement they made up. The idea that someone is out there uh, getting rich off of food stamps or getting yep. rich off of uh, you know EBT cards. That's it's it's just unreal. And then the the hoops that they make people jump through for welfare. Tom, you've yep. got a you know in some places in this country you have to have drug tests to take it just yep. to get. The welfare, you have to have a drug test. And yep. they make these people jump through all these hoops. We shame the fuck out of them. Oh, you're on welfare, yet you have an expensive cell phone. You're on welfare and you're buying this stuff in your cart. How dare you? We're going to actually, we should actually make sure that you can't buy that stuff. And here's this guy who literally did what, what you know, if there is even welfare fraud, what one person did times, you know, hundreds of millions. Dude, we we are we're at a place where we don't want to let people use SNAP benefits to buy tampons. Yep. Right? And this motherfucker stole so much money that he had a $360,000 watch. He had a watch worth $360,000. The Republicans don't want you to let don't want to let you use SNAP to buy fucking tampons. Yep. For fucking hygiene. This guy had a $360,000 watch. And you know, when this guy was caught when this guy was caught, he tried to help associates flee the country rather than testify against him. They were already working with the government, so they didn't do it. But he was trying to convince people to flee the country. Another one, he tried to commit him to he tried to convince another guy to commit suicide rather than face trial because he was going to testify against this guy. That's how That's fucking awful this human being is. This human being was willing to burn everybody to the ground in order to get away with stealing $1 billion of taxpayer money and the fucking president just commuted his sentence. Come yep. on out. Yep. Come on yep. out and play. It's fine. Yeah. It's all right. Just, you don't have to be in jail anymore. Yeah. You only stole a billion dollars. There is this perverse shit that we have in this country where when a crime reaches a certain, when a crime reaches a certain scale, yeah. Dollar we value. somehow, it becomes a lesser crime almost. It's, it's, it's insane. You get some, some guy on the street gets busted with a fucking roll of twenties and a, and a bit of Coke in his pocket. And we throw that fucking guy in jail forever. And he's a drug dealer and he's, you know, he's hurting children and you know, what a horrible fucking person. And that guy gets thrown in fucking jail forever. You multiply that same crime 
This guy stole a billion dollars, tried to get somebody to commit suicide and obstructed justice by trying to get all these people to flee the country. And this guy's sentence is commuted by the president of the United States. Yeah. And and and, and that's 100% true. We we let we let that that multiples of crimes we let it, we just let it go by. We slip it. We, yep. And in some ways we think that this guy, oh, you know, he's just a rich guy. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be throwing the books so hard at him. You know, we should, we should give him an easy, easy place to stay. And I mean, look at what fucking happened to Epstein the first time. He had fucking, yep. you know, fucking go home on the fucking during the day for several hours and get out of prison, literally go home and do whatever he wanted and then come back because he had to work or whatever. He had a work yep. release. And he, he had could, an 18-hour-a-day work. He had, yeah, he could leave the whole day. He just had to sleep there. He could go away and come back every yeah. single day. Yeah. Nobody in the country gets that, man. No. Who gets no. that? Except no. for the ultra-rich. Yep. And you know what? You know what Trump said when he fucking commuted the sentence? He said this guy, uh, he said he was a convict devoted to prayer and repentance and was in declining health. That's fucking so many people in jail. Yeah. That's how yeah. many people in jail have turned their lives to religion, have repented of their crimes, and are in declining health. I don't know, especially in the middle of a pandemic, that's a fucking lot of people. That's a lot of people, but they weren't rich white guys. I was formed from the pollution man wrought upon the earth. I am vaccine man. The earth is a single living organism. You filthy humans are nothing but a disease-causing bacteria eating away at a precious life force. In order to wipe out humanity and the evil civilization built on her surface, the Earth and her infinite wisdom has given birth to me! You say you do this for fun? For fun! How dare you confront Mother Earth's apostle for such a mindless reason! Yet what can be expected from a human? So this story comes from NBC News. Operation Warp Speed at a crawl. Adequately vaccinating Americans will take 10 years at our current pace. Yep. So a couple of things are, are, are very distressing about this. Um, obviously, any project of this size and scope and magnitude, we everybody knew before there was even a vaccine once a vaccine was created, one of the most difficult challenges was going to be the scaling yes. and yes. distribution of the vaccine. It's not like we had to wait to plan a system to distribute the vaccine until we had the vaccine. Yes. Right? You game plan for these things because that's always the answer. The answer to the problem is always was always going to be a vaccine. So from fucking, from the jump, there should have been people on the logistics end of this working on this problem so that the moment a vaccine was able to be produced at scale, then the plan, which we had nine months, nine months to create the plan should have been, boom, snap in action. Yeah. Just snap in action. It shouldn't have been a problem. Nothing was fucking done. Yeah. Operation Warp Speed's a fucking joke. It's not two million facts, two million people. The goal was 20 million, 2 million fucking people by the end of this month. That's the year, buddy. That's yeah. the end of 2020. It's a, this December 30th when we're recording. Yeah. They need so to, they need to be the doing shebang. this. They need to be doing this 20 times faster. They need to be going 20 times because they, they need 3 million a day. They yeah. need, they need, you need, that's 20, that's 21 million a week. And they're doing 1 million a week. Yeah, One it's million a week is nothing. And the it's problem nothing. is, is that Trump has no idea what he's doing. He's hired a bunch of imbeciles who have no idea what they're doing. And so now what you have is him saying, ain't my fault. 
I didn't do it. Yeah. Good news. Today we heard that the Oxford uh, is in AstraZeneca fast track. One in the UK. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's in fast track. So uh, so it may be it may be uh, uh, here soon. Hopefully we'll see. So there's more chances of more vaccine getting here. But the fact that the vaccine's here and we're not able to distribute it, and the fact that he's now blaming that on the states, and he's again, this is his entire presidency. His entire yep. presidency has been kicking the can down the road to anybody else. He has never taken the blame for a single thing nope. that has gone wrong in his entire pre- presidency. So this is not this isn't. There's nothing there. I mean, uh, this is obvious that it's that it was going to be a disaster. And the fact that these guys can't find their ass with two hands and none of the people he put in charge, because again, what they did was they just they just basically delegated. They said, well, get it figured out yourself. I saw an article today that said people in fucking in Florida, they just said, first come, first serve for elderly people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Handing this off to 50 different decision makers and 50 different logistics experts is a horrible idea. It's a terrible idea. When Trump said, hey, our job was to get it to you and then your job is to distribute it, fuck you. You First of all, you didn't create it. Yeah. You didn't create these vaccines, motherfucker. Private enterprise created these fucking vaccines. Yeah. So fuck you. Fuck yeah. you very much for that. And then if you're, what world do you live in where leadership means not my fucking problem? Yep. Yep. I don't understand that. As somebody who's a leader, a small-time leader, I got maybe 130 people or so. I don't understand any idea where when you're in charge, you are not, especially when things are fucking urgent, where you aren't seizing the fucking reins and just getting shit done. That's, that is insane. That is incompetence. That is a lack of leadership. That's what that is. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Handing that off and just being like, hey, it's not my fucking problem. Then why are you here? Yeah. Then why are you fucking here at all? You yeah. literally serve no purpose. You didn't help build the vaccine. You didn't help create the And now you're gonna help, not going to help distribute it? Get the fuck out of the way, asshole. What every, fucking point do you serve? And you're cock-blocking Biden the whole time. Every single point of this entire experience, he has been downplaying it. He's been thwarting things that could have gone right. He's been passing off uh, responsibility and when people say, oh, it's not his problem, it's not his, you know, he shouldn't be, uh, that shouldn't be hanging around his head. Bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. Because you know what? Everything rolls uphill in something like this. Yep. And you know they would have absolutely crucified Obama if he was in this position. He's still, and the funny, the hilarious thing is that Trump won't take any responsibility for any of this and say, hey, it was a, it was somebody else's problem. But in the exact same tweet, yeah. he says, Biden screwed up HN, H1N1. Yeah, and I, it's like nobody yeah. cares about H1N1. It killed. But, but if we're if we're willing to say yeah. that it was his fault, and let's just say for some reason that H1N1 was screwed up, which I don't think it was, but it, let's just say for sake of argument it was, then you're admitting that you're the one at fault if it screws up. Well, hey, buddy, it's screwed up. It's yep. your fault then. Yep. Yeah. I. The thing is, like, what's also distressing is this is an opportunity for somebody who's a real fucking leader to be a hero, yeah, right? This is an opportunity. If you've got the fucking chops, I think the thing is he knows he doesn't have the chops to do this yeah. work. Yeah. And he's never had the chops to do this work because no. he's never had the chops to do anything meaningful or important or really leadership driven ever in his fucking life. If you have the chops to do this job, this is a chance for you to seize the reins and say, okay, guys, line up. Here's what we're going to do. You, 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 and you. We're gonna, and you just fucking get some shit 
done. You take control and you own the problem and you build a solution and you roll that fucking thing out and you communicate it clearly and you delegate to the proper people and you create authority where you need authorities. You, none of that is happening. None yeah. of it because he lacks the ability to do the work. He and they completely are gonna, lacks it. They are going to absolutely crucify Biden for every single thing that he's going to try to clean up and fails with. Yeah. Everything that he's going to try to clean up and it's not going to go 100% right, they're going to People are going to crucify him for that. This, and he's not getting briefed and he's not getting yeah. access to, he's not getting access to these meetings. He's, he he's is going to step into the worst and it's intentional guys. Yeah. It is intentional. Trump is, is handing him the biggest nightmare problem he can hand him because he's going to say, look, we gave him, we gave him the pandemic and there was a beautiful vaccine, a beautiful, I love the vaccine. So pretty, beautiful vaccine. We were already distributing it and he fucking botched it. But he's handing him nothing. Yeah. He's handing him, he's handing him potential with no infrastructure. You had nine, 10 months to build he had infrastructure. So much time. They Never had so much time that. to fix this. They had so much time to put this. They, they you know, you could have built conveyor belts that went to all, all the needy places in the country. Well, yes. You know? Why are we having conversations after the vaccine was developed about who should get the vaccine first? We should have. This thing, the, again, the solution was always a vaccine. So for the last nine months, you should have had parallel teams working. You should yeah. have had logistics and distribution teams that were working and they should have been staging mock mass vaccination events, right? You should have known, we should have known back in July or August, okay, I'm tier four on yep. getting my vaccine. Yep. And tier, why wasn't any of that? That's what I would do. That's yeah. what you would fucking do. Yep. And I don't know how to do this work. But I would immediately recognize that two things have to happen and the planning has to happen in fucking parallel. The fucking build a bag. It's not because it happens in sequence doesn't mean you have to plan for it in sequence, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, but when you're that stupid, you can't see, you know, that the idea is, you know, you got to be playing four moves ahead of this virus in chess. He can't even play one move ahead. Right. He's just too stupid. But again, he won't take any of the blame for this. And none of the people on his side will hold his feet to the fire because they're all terrified. Of yep. They're all terrible sycophants. Yeah. Well, and then the worst part too is that now this fucking Andrew Wakefield, whose oh God. name is synonymous with anti-vaxxing and has been for decades, which in our realm, in, in Tom and you and I, in skeptic realm and in the, you know, the yep. rational thinking realm is a horror, but in the anti-vax world, his his words mean a lot. Yeah, he's a he hero. Now, yeah, and now he's coming out against the COVID vaccine. Yeah, and I, I think I think that what I'd like to do is read some of his statements and some of these rebuttals because I, I actually think, think that they're really yeah. important. Yeah. So he is he is spreading deliberate misinformation about the mRNA vaccine technology, yeah. right? And so I want to go through some of this because I, I think it's important messaging. He says, uh, his statement, and messenger, R messenger RNA is an intermediary between the gene and the product, the protein. It's the protein that ultimately elicits the immune response. Incidentally, guys, um, I'm bringing this from the American Council of Science and Health. That's where this comes from. So they say, so far, so good. Wakefield demonstrates a baseline understanding of biology 101, namely that genes encode for proteins via messenger RNA. He quickly goes off the rails. Wakefield now says, by definition, an RNA vaccine isn't a vaccine at all because it doesn't elicit an immune response. It has to be turned into a protein, and it's the protein in turn that creates the immune response. The, 
no. Uh, Wayfield just said correctly that the RNA vaccine makes the cell produce a protein that elicits an immune response. Now he says that the RNA vaccine isn't a real vaccine because it elicits an immune response indirectly rather than directly. This is nonsensical and (laughs) self-contradictory. Regardless of mechanism, anything that intentionally elicits an immune response can be thought of as a vaccine. Wakefield then says, a messenger RNA vaccine is actually genetic engineering. That's what it is. No, it's not. This is a gigantic lie. I love how unequivocal. Yeah, they do not pull punches in this at all. Wakefield is purposely misusing the term genetic engineering, which involves the permanent alteration of an organism's genetic material. That is accomplished by changing the DNA. Messenger RNA vaccines do not do that. Furthermore, there is no biologically plausible way for them to do that. (laughs) Wakefield then says, what could possibly go wrong? You have cells in your own body that are producing protein to which your immune system is going to mount an immune response. That is called an autoimmune disorder. No, this is another monumental lie. An autoimmune disease occurs when the immune system attacks your own body. (laughs) The mRNA vaccines elicit an immune response that attacks the coronavirus, not your body. Wakefield is again misusing a well-understood term. Wakefield goes on. The potential for this to go horribly wrong is enormous. He says, then the the, the reply is, that's true for any vaccine. It's why we do clinical trials. (laughs) Each approved vaccine so far has undergone phase three trials that involved well over 30,000 people. I love that. And then I love this line. I love this so much. Oh, this is num, num, num. This is amazing. Compare that to the 12 volunteers used in Wakefield's fraudulent vaccine autism paper. Bravo, bravo, because if they didn't say it, I was going to say it. (laughs) Then he says, we've already seen some major problems occurring. There have been deaths that have been reported. Another incredible lie. Yes, deaths occurred, but they had nothing to do with the vaccines. Four of the deaths were in the placebo group, and only two were in the vaccine group. Why did the volunteers die? Because sometimes people (laughs) die. These clinical trials involve 30,000 plus people. So obviously some of them will die during the course of the experiment, especially if they enroll elderly people. Imagine following a group of people who attended a major league baseball game. Very likely a few of the people who attended will be dead within months of the game. Why? Because everybody attends baseball (laughs) games, including elderly people. And again, sometimes people die. It's, it had nothing to do with the baseball game. The same is true of large clinical trials. I love this shit. Just trying to explain statistics to a pigeon that's kicking chess pieces over. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. He says, this is Wakefield now. This is Wakefield. If it causes a problem a year, two years, five years down the road, and it's already been given to billions of people worldwide, it's too late. You can't take it out. You can't switch it off. You can't stop it. It's in there. This is really important, guys. Wrong again. Messenger RNA degrades very quickly around 600 minutes or 10 hours in human cells. If it didn't, our cells would crank out too much protein. (laughs) So our cells get rid of mRNA molecules after they're no longer needed. The same is true of the mRNA used in the COVID vaccine. Then fucking Wakefield says, it's rather like Jurassic Park that is about to escape the island. No, it is nothing at all like that, guys. mRNA technology is fucking amazing. 
It's genuinely amazing. And it has the potential to create vaccines for all kinds of shit that we have never had the ability to create vaccines for. Yeah. This is some next level. This like, is amazing stuff. Life-changing, society-altering vaccine technology. If we are so fucking afraid of ourselves and too stupid to take advantage of that, we will increase the amount of human misery and yeah. suffering unnecessarily for generations. And we deserve it. We can't it. let ourselves do that. We deserve it. I want to read this last bit because I think it's so important. He says, I'm not even four minutes into this 10-minute video and I risk suffering brain damage <laughs> if I continue watching. Wakefield's commentary is right in line with his abhorrent behavior in regard to vaccines in the 90s. I love how forceful this article is against Wakefield and everyone should... I think that this... You know, if you're getting into these conversations with people... Share this article with those people, especially the people that are pushing back and that are saying it's, you know, it's going to alter your DNA. It's going to change your body. It's going to turn you into a fucking T-Rex or whatever the fuck these people are saying right. about this vaccine that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, these are people who, you know, if you ask them to spell RNA, they might not be able to. They would, they would maybe not be able to spell <laughs> RNA. They would, they would, they would want, they would be like A-R-E? I ain't N -A? no scientist. I can't yeah. be spelling B in this stuff for y'all. A R E N A A. <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons. Just found out Ian works for SGU. His baby doesn't need your money. That's untrue. That Let me untrue. tell you. I'll tell you why. Because podcasts don't pay well, okay? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter who you yeah. are in yeah, podcasting unless you're Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to pay. Uh, you, need, you need to be like those fucking... The, Puzzle and a thunderstorm guys got to work 55 hours a day. Yeah, I right. do 600 shows or whatever. You're just going to keep pay pay launching new shows every, yeah. every week yeah. is a new show. So, um, so I definitely welcome to the exhaustion yeah. hour. So I will read this again out loud, but I disagree with it strongly. <laughs> just found out Ian works with uh, SGU. His baby doesn't need your money. Gilly Bobs, Mark, Ashley, Joe, and Dima, thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. Ian does need your money. Cecil and Tom do need your money. Not just because we <laughs> like money, but because we have to pay for all the things to get the podcast to you. <laughs> That's why we need your money. It's not just because yeah. we're like, oh yeah, hey, I really like money. Don't get me wrong. Tom and I really like money, but we also really That's like to have a place us. where we can record the studio and internet that doesn't explode every time we try to use it. <laughs> So we got a couple of emails that we want to get through. Uh, this uh, this first email, it comes from uh, from uh, Leon. And Leon says, I just listened to uh, a back catalog episode where we trashed Nebraska. He said, oh my gosh, Nebraska is the worst. Uh, in 2018, he stopped at a small town named Gordon, Nebraska and went to the local pizza hut, ordered and took a small walk around downtown and found this. And now I'm not going to post this, but I will read what it says. There's a, there's a sign with a Confederate flag and it says Hitler Stanko Trump library, true history versus fake history. And then it's got another Confederate flag there with a phone number. So Jesus, <laughs> that's in Nebraska. 
Were they part what of the Confederacy? What is wrong were with they, you people? Were they part of the Confederacy? Was Nebraska part of the... I don't think we got that far yet. Dude, they have a thestampede.com. And if you go to Stampede News, now don't go to it because it's just horrible. But it is a series of newsletters from 2017. And it is a website put together like it's... If they had had websites in 1917, this is what they would have looked like. And it is just racism news. It's just like news of the week. And like, here's where you can buy livestock auctions. And there's just full of Confederate flags and like scary, scary racist books. Nebraska wasn't even founded until two years after the fucking Civil War. <laughs> it's like, but they knew what side they wanted. You know what I mean? They were like, you know, it, it's, okay. it, it's sort of like OJ. I, I didn't do it, but if I did, here's how I would have done it. You know? <laughs> if I did, I would have worn these stylish gloves. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Tom, we got a message about the statute of limitations from Tucker. Tucker makes an excellent point. He says, suppose someone tomorrow incorrectly accused you of committing a crime 15 years ago. How would you prove your innocence? Sure, the default is supposed to be that you're considered innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. But if you ever had dealings with the legal system in this country, you know that's not how it works. That is an excellent yeah. point. And, and it really is. It would be a terrifying thing to try to summon up investigative evidence yeah to prove an alibi, you know, after a certain amount of time, people that maybe your alibi may have moved, they may have died, you may have lost that connection. It, it's, it, I can understand how that would be a really difficult and troubling thing and how it creates inherent unfairness for the little guy who's trying to prove innocence um, with lesser resources than the state brings to bear. So Tucker, that's a great, great point. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, it's it's tough when you get around things like this when we're talking about child rape. When you're talking about kids yeah. getting raped by the priests and the things that happen. The one thing I think the reason why the statute of limitations is less there is is they should have records of this stuff. You know, they should have records of where you were and what you were teaching and right. if they were in that class. You know, those types of things yep. should be on record. Let's look at a message from uh, Regina. And Regina says, yeah, uh, you know, one of the reasons why the LDS church might not be calling these things into the authorities is because uh, it's a cult and cults definitely discourage people from reaching out to people outside of their little realm of power. And so yep. this is, and we've talked about this, Tom, I know you've talked about this many, many times. We talk about cults, we talk about how they try to cut people off from the rest of the world. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a good point. Um, and I hadn't really thought of the LDS church necessarily in the same way that I've thought about other cults, but I don't think at all that you're wrong. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a really, really big cult. Yeah. yeah. But it's not less of a yeah. cult. So this episode, presuming it gets out by Monday, it'll be 2021 when this episode releases. <laughs> oh, Cecil! <laughs> we have turned, oh, turned Cecil. the corner, hopefully. Are you going to miss 2020? <laughs> <laughs> This is seriously going to be one uh, of those years that you look back on for decades. Hopefully, fingers crossed here, folks, that we look back yeah. on it for decades and think, wow, that was really a bad year. And everything at this point from this point on is is just, I mean, I, even just the idea of, I was talking about this the other day, the idea of, you know, when you think about uh, something big is happening like New Year's Eve 
and you say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to stay in this year. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of that from now on where people look at a date and say, I'm just going to stay in this one. I think there's going to be a lot of people who no matter what from this point on are just going to be, I need to live this in the moment as much as I can. I I was thinking similarly that I, I wonder if after this, I've been thinking a lot about how much I miss the people that I yeah. miss. And it's not a little bit. Like, I miss the people that I miss very, very much. And I think that, like, well, I'll raise my hand only. I won't talk for other people. I think that it's easy for me to become, during normal times, maybe a little complacent at times about those friendships. And I, I, I think that going forward, once I'm allowed to have interactions with people again, I can't imagine passing them up. Yeah. I can't imagine passing up an opportunity to see someone I care yeah, about. Yeah. That seems insane to think of right now because the lengths I would go to to spend sure. time and the to have you social do. interactions. The lengths you do. Yeah. You know, I, I, we, this, uh, this last couple, couple, couple weeks ago, we dropped presents off at, uh, at the in-laws' house but we wound up staying outside for, uh, you know, in 30 degree weather, we sat, we sat around a fire pit for 45 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour before dark because we hadn't seen them in forever and we didn't want to go inside their house and they didn't want, right. uh, you know, so look, we were all just, everybody agreed being outside is where we want to be. And so that's where yeah. we were. And the, you know, the, the lengths that I would never happen ever in the history of before and now it's the lengths right. that you'll go to just to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you said like, hey, you want to you wanna drive an hour and a half to sit outside in the cold and chat with me for 45 minutes? I'd be like, what are you are talking you crazy? about? Yeah. I, if I said that now, I'd be like, dude, let's get in the let's car. Do it. Oh let's my do it. God, I can't wait to let's drive three hours round yep. trip for a 45 minute conversation in the cold just to see a face while I do yeah. it that isn't two dimensional. Yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I, I hope... You know, I know that yeah. we were talking earlier about about uh, the the disaster that is this vaccine rollout so far. I hope things turn the corner on this vaccine rollout very soon, and that uh, that things start to get, you know, the, the the bull gets grabbed by the horns here, and that there is some yeah. real leadership that that pushes this forward. You know, there's going to be so many obstacles that come forward with this, but it's my hope that this year is a year of change that we do start yeah. to see us Me getting too. back closer to normal. Uh, because it's been a very difficult year. And to anybody out there who's listening, who's lost a friend or a family member, or you've lost your job, or you've had a difficult year, uh, you know, I just want to say, you know, I hope that this year is a better year than last year for you. That's I mean, that's my only hope. I can only hope. That's all I can do. I can't wish it a magical God to make it better. <laughs> uh, but I, I hope that you this year is better than last for sure. Yeah. So happy Absolutely. new year. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Come check us out now. We're going to be doing our live streams on uh, on Thursday nights now. So come check us out and come hang out with us Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see you there. We're going to leave you like we always do, though, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.